आई हैड अ स्ट्रेंज ड्रीम दी अदर डे आई ड्रीम आई वॉज अ फ्लाई ऑन द वॉल एट अ स्वयं वर्क इन नाइनटीन सेवेंटी थ्री नाउ अ स्वयं वर्क इज अ प्रैक्टिस इन विच अ बंच ऑफ मैन ऑल ड्रेस्ड अप इन ऑब्जेक्टिफाइड लाइन अप इन हॉल वेल अ वुमन वॉक्स अमंग दम विद अ गार्लेंड इन अंड She picks one of these men as a marital partner and puts a garland around him. Now, this swayamvar is an ancient tradition, but this was a modern swayamvar. The girl was allowed to ask questions. So the girl was walking up to each man and asking him just one question: What did he do for a living? The first contender was a thin boy with thick glasses wearing a dhoti kurta. What do you do for a living? She asked him. He said, "I am doing my PhD in aeronautics." She shrugged and went to the next guy. The next chap, his hair slicked back in a center parting, wearing a beige churidar kurta with the jacket of a safari suit, said, "I am an IAS officer." The garland twitched in her fingers, but she walked away. The next person in line was a tall, geeky Tambramino Veshti. She asked him the same question. He replied, "I am a software engineer." See this is 1973 and you may wonder what that is but wait 30 years and I'll be the hottest thing around She very rudely showed him a thanga and walked on Finally she came to a young man wearing a flowery t-shirt and bell-bottom pants He had the face of Prem Chopra and the swagger of Amitabh Bachchan She asked him the same question and he replied I do import export And well the story ends here they lived happily ever after Welcome to the seen and the unseen. Our weekly podcast on economics, politics and behavioral science. Please welcome your host, Amit Varma. Welcome to the seen and the unseen. Import export was quite the buzzword in the 1970s, especially in Bollywood. But importers and exporters are in bad shape these days. One small reason for that is the topic for the show, the FTP 2015-2020. the foreign trade policy 2015-2020 which is supposed to help our importers and exporters but ends up harming both of them to discuss its unseen effects i spoke to sudhanshu neema who was my guest on this show last week as well when we spoke about obama care here's how our conversation went welcome back to the show sudhanshu thank you very much it's very nice to be here again Sudhanshu, the FTP 2015 to 2020, the foreign trade policy, a very impressive document made with the best intentions, meant mm-hmm. to help our exporters and to protect our farmers. Um, everything about it sounds good. Tell me a little bit more about it in terms of what its intentions were, and tell me what its unseen effects are. Uh, so the intention behind the trade policy was to promote exports of India, so that government can earn foreign currency. now i don't see the point of earning that we already have 400 billion dollars of foreign currency and i don't see why the government is getting greedy and collecting more foreign currency so that's uh, one part of it secondly the government wanted to promote exports so that people would be manufacturing in india creating jobs and then exporting their goods and services outside india made in india made in india mm-hmm. yeah so that's the uh, prime minister's vision of making in india and then selling it outside the country yeah. so that's uh, and then there was uh, when it comes to import policy our intention is to protect domestic producers uh, essentially farmers sometimes there are other industries which need protection the government has defined those industries and say that okay we will not allow import on this industries because of you know this this is reasons 
so they want to protect some of the domestic producers and they subsidize the exporters with a view to create manufacturing and jobs in india uh, now those are the intended effects of the foreign trade policy but what actually happens is uh, not what you will see on the paper or what the government declares what has started happening now since the government gives export credit to people who export goods and services this credit is given in form of a tax benefit now this tax benefit has to be funded by taxpayers basically people like you and me should pay taxes so exporters can export their goods and services to foreign countries now often this foreign countries are rich countries so we are actually subsidizing goods and services going to for example us or germany now that sounds completely ridiculous to me why should a third world country subsidize the people living in a first world country so that's, that's crazy so to make the exporters cooperative they are given this um tax credit which is basically being obviously funded by you and me yes. so what is happening is it's a redistribution of wealth from the normal poor taxpayer like us mm-hmm. to first the exporter who yes. therefore can price his goods cheaper yes. which therefore helps the people who are buying from him and makes him attractive to them and therefore at another level it ends up being a redistribution of wealth from a, the poor of a poor third world country india to, to the rich of a first world nation and rich of india as well because those are the ones who will produce and they exactly. make all the profit right they don't they, since they get tax credits they hmm. don't have to pay taxes on that on whatever money they make and uh, we have to pay taxes because if they don't pay taxes somebody has to fund the government right and indian government does so much of things that somebody has to fund I'll a lot just a small it. digression here to point something out a lot of people say that hey only 3% of indians pay taxes or whatever but that's income tax they're talking about 100% of indians pay taxes so even if your maid servant is buying a bag of salt or someone who might be begging at a, a traffic signal is uh, buying a little bit of soap even they are paying taxes because all of those items are taxed and taxes hurt the poor far more than they hurt the middle class like us yes uh, and uh, that's that's one part the taxes then there's other things like if your manufacturers are incentivized to sell goods to foreign countries they don't se- want to sell it to indians right like let's say i am producing high quality tea i'll sell it to us why should i sell it here because if i make money or any profit i'll have to pay taxes plus it's much harder to do business here than to doing business in us so here's what happens let's say you're a tea manufacturer and i'm a consumer First of all the first crime is that I am being forced to subsidize you to manufacture cheap so you can sell it for cheaper yes. and the second crime is that because therefore you are incentivized to sell your tea outside and export it the supply of tea within India therefore gets restricted and, and becomes more expensive for me yes. so it's I'm being taxed doubly yes you are exactly so you are first paying uh, higher cost for your tea and second you are paying some american some money indirectly to buy cheaper tea so that's the one side of it now let's come to import policy when it comes to import uh, in the name of protecting certain manufacturers mostly farmers the government has put a ban on most agricultural products or they put a quota call it whatever means they sometimes will put a ban sometimes they'll put a quota sometimes they'll say uh, we will import only from this countries and not those countries so they have you know lots of policies they have more than 7000 categories of goods on which there are different layers of taxes so that's uh, 
So what the government is trying to do, the intention is to protect farmers because if we can buy cheaper food from foreign countries, our farmers will theoretically lose money. But that's not how it works. Uh, there's other side to it, right? There are consumers, there are people who consume food and they deserve to buy cheaper food. There are millions of very poor people in India who are not into farming, who are urban poor, who live in slums. They do not have enough money to buy food. And if they can buy cheaper rice or cheaper wheat, we should be able to provide it to them. That's It's just we are killing people with these policies. And when it comes to farmers, these policies that have been in place for not just this 2015 to 20 policy, we have had these similar policies uh, since independence. These policies have kept the farmers poor because farmers now don't diversify. They depend on the government. They know that uh, whatever they produce will get them results because the, if nothing happens, the government will buy it or put a ban on import of that commodity. So now farmers don't invest in developing techniques or increasing their farm yield because they have become dependent on this government assistance. So firstly, you have higher cost to all consumers and then farmers remaining poor and trapped in this vicious circle of poverty. And then there is a third effect. This uh, impedes our economic growth because let's say I can buy rice for much cheaper cost. I save some money and this money would go in buying other goods and services. So those people also lose out. So for example, uh, let's say I save 1000 rupees a year in buying rice. I will use this 1000 to let's say buy a new pair of shoes. So this shoemaker will also get this money and he will also make profit and pay taxes. And so, so it's on. a... And so on, yeah. So it's it's a huge cost on the whole society. So what all these import tariffs basically do is, number one, the price of goods go up because the market is not as wide as it would otherwise be yes. if you were to allow cheap imports. Uh, number two, they incentivize the farmer to just keep making the same thing that they're making because they are protected by this law and you have minimum support prices and so yes. on and so forth. And the market pressures that would make them di maybe diversify their crops or maybe look for uh, innovate in search of higher productivity, that uh, uh, movement, right. that growth uh, never happens. Yes. And that locks them in a poverty cycle. So they become dependent on government's handouts. So now we have recently seen uh, farmers taking, asking for loan waivers, agitating in Madhya Pradesh, in Rajasthan, in Maharashtra, in UP. And the governments are paying 50,000 crore, 25,000 crore rupees as a loan waiver. Now, let's not go into loan waivers. That's also very unseen and effects of that. And but we had an episode on that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, this loan waivers cost taxpayers. So, again, you and I end up paying for this uh, policies in some way or the other. First, it's higher food, then it's taxes, then it's, uh, you know, those farmers not contributing. And once their productivity increases, we also benefit from that, right? Because our national income grows up, the government revenue goes up, so we get more government services. So it's not just losing one part of it or it's, it's the whole bigger picture. You lose a lot on a lot of fronts. And beside, we lose a lot more uh, in banning agricultural produce from rich country to us because... America and Canada, and most of European Union, they give extremely high amount of subsidies to their farmers to produce wheat and rice and other uh, basic uh, agricultural produce. We should just buy it from them because it's cheaper. They are subsidizing. We should just take money from their taxpayers because it's coming to us for free. And all we need to do 
is nothing basically we just need to stand at our port pay some money take this goods in and distribute and what that would then do is that would lead to cost savings among the consumers yeah. and they would spend that money elsewhere which would grow the economy in other ways and provide yes. more opportunities yes. and that would also force the farmers to innovate and be productive exactly. and maybe find uh, maybe diversify their crops and you know grow move into other things and of course i i've i've uh, you know if, if someone's listening to this podcast for the first time if you go over to seenunseen.in you'll find in my archives various episodes where we've talked about we've spoken about agricultural problems and how farmers are just trapped in agriculture because of just a variety of regulations yes. and this is just one of them so that's that's like an absolutely crazy problem but what kind of amuses me and it's a very perverse kind of humor here is that this export and this import are different um, uh, export and import policies do two things number 1 they force us to subsidize rich countries and number 2 they stop us from uh, taking their subsidies yes so poor indian taxpayers end up paying for american and british consumers yes and when uh, american taxpayers and british taxpayers are uh, paying for food that could benefit us and make it cheaper for us we turn our back on that that sounds yeah. completely crazy why would we do that well we, to protect farmers and governments and the governments rely on farmers vote so they keep doing it and without realizing and even farmers don't realize that every year asking for minimum support price or this or that it keeps them poor they have been poor for 60 years or so and they will remain so if we do not change this policies because they have no incentive to get out of farming and since we pay a lot more for these goods which are produced within the country first because exp- all the higher quality goods are exported out of the country so we have higher cost in the country so consumers don't save all this money if this money was saved we would spend it elsewhere essentially buying goods and services from farmers so they would have a incentive to diversify into different types of crops once they do that they would have more productivity they would have more jobs they would have more opportunity and if other crazy laws didn't exist like the laws which stop you from selling agricultural land for non agricultural yes, purposes there would just be much fewer farmers which yes, exactly. you know uh, as every country goes you follow that trajectory where less yes. and less people are in farming but farming is that much more productive and uh, you know yes. jobs spring up elsewhere and you're stopping that whole cycle and uh, so the ftp 2015 2020 what it really does is it forces the poor to subsidize the rich and it stops the poor from taking the subsidies that the rich are willingly offering that's absolutely crazy thank you so much for coming on the show sudhanshu thank Thanks you it was fun. a very nice experience if you enjoyed listening to the scene in the unseen do hop over to sceneunseen.in and check out all our archives you can follow me on twitter at amit varma a m i t v a r m a goodbye for now Guys, exciting news! Indusbox Media's flagship podcast, Cyrus Says, hosted by my friend Cyrus Brocha, completes 200 episodes. A big congratulations to Cyrus from me and the guests and the producers of the show for entertaining us for over two years now. We hope to reach the 200 episode mark ourselves many, many, many weeks from now. And Cyrus is an inspiration. If you haven't already, check out the IVM podcast website or just download their app. 
एक्सक्यूज मी भैया एक्सक्यूज मी बोले मैडम मेन्यू में क्या है मेन्यू में सीन अन सीन है पॉडकास्ट है ऑनकोस है साइरस है मेरी इन इंडिया रीडिस्कवरी प्रोजेक्ट एम्पावरिंग सीरीज सेक्स वेक्स है आई वी एम लाइक्स है सिम्पलीफाइड है कीपिंग इट क्वेयर है टिंगस एंड डेस्टिनेशन है माई नेबर सकरबर्ग है और द फैन कराजे आपको क्या चाहिए एक बार रिपीट कर देंगे क्या रिपीट रिपीट नहीं करता हम आप जाओ आई वी एम पॉडकास्ट डॉट कॉम पे और सुनो ये सब या फिर डाउनलोड करो उनका ऐप सब आपकी उंगलियों पर